0: Now let's chat to Gary Ayres, as mentioned, a champion of the Hawthorne Football Club and very generous with his time on Sport FM over the last few years. Gary, thanks for joining us. No worries, Jacob. How are you, Wayne? We're very well. We're looking forward to the season. Um, but if you're a Hawthorne fan, you're, your confidence in the group might have been hit a little bit hard by these injuries over the last week. I mentioned your involvement as a coach. This is the, the time of year. You're just hoping for a good run at it, aren't you?
1: Yeah, you certainly are. You actually summed it up really well and... It's obviously difficult because there's clearly a lot of match sim that you do over the period of your pre-season and also two in-season, but more so pre-season because it's where you make your greatest gains and unfortunately that's always in the back of your mind as a coach and to feel that they've now got three guys out of the one intra-club go down, yeah it's pretty tough to take, but as a coach you then try and look at it fairly philosophically and... Then, of course, you look at the old uh, one door closing, another one opens, and clearly we saw that with young Ethan Phillips uh, coming in out of Box Hill's system and uh, export Melbourne boy, and then he gets a chance. So there's a lot more that will probably be over the next couple of months, and that will happen to, no doubt.
0: Well that's exciting isn't it? Um, Someone gets an opportunity out of the state leagues and the VFL and and you mentioned Port Melbourne a club you've been involved in where Ethan Phillips has been Um, he could be thrown straight into the mix couldn't he? Um, A VFL player and working a full time job one week and an AFL footballer the next.
1: Yeah it's crazy how it can work and they've got to make a fair commitment to try and get on a list these young boys and that's clearly what Ethan's done. He left Port Melbourne went across the Box Hill and As you said, he was working full-time for a logistics company and now he could be playing within a short couple of weeks against uh, (laughs) possibly one of the bigger teams in the comp and one of the more stronger teams in Geelong on, say, that Easter weekend. And if he had to come up against Tom Hawkins and the like and Jeremy Cameron, yeah, he's going to have a baptism of fire. But he'll do his best and all you really want, as we all know in life, is just an opportunity.
2: Um, Hawthorne, it's been a real, uh, a big rebuild over a period of time and what is the confidence as you a supporter from what you see the direction that the club's going? I mean, these injuries don't help, of course, but when you look at the depth of the club and, and the, 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 the style of play that they're trying to introduce.
1: Yeah, I think it's certainly something that at times has shown quite a lot of positivity, Wayne, and clearly when you're a coach and Sam St. Mitchell started off, as we all know, very early stages, and he had to change things a little bit and do it his way, and Alistair Clarkson, the Dorian the Coaches and clearly four Premierships, he's done a lot of amazing stuff for Hawthorne, and unfortunately it does come to an end, and they were probably at the point where they had to make some tough calls, and Sam's been able to show that he can do that, albeit still keeping some of the older ones like Bruce, and obviously Gunston's come back to the club this year after that 12 months at Brisbane, but I think the style of play suits the list that he's got, and there's a little bit of excitement around those younger boys with the pace and the game style that he implemented, and it can only get better and really in games last year the quarters, they were very, very good but then they got blown off the park in one quarter by the better sides but if you think about there might have been I think it was three games that were probably lost by just under a goal. So you add that to the tally and they might have been there around 10 or 11 games. And that gives you a lot of confidence going into this year. But as we all know, everyone was feeling pretty good about what they've done over the preseason, And it now comes down to can the young boys do what they need to do as far as take that next step? But also, too, they've added a little bit more strike power up forward with young uh, Nick Watson and maybe uh, our Scholl and obviously Ginevan, who's a premiership player. So all in all, I think they're putting the, places, uh, the pieces in place and now it's just going to be, can they take another step forward and yeah get another four or five, six wins? But I see he's placed that limit and I think that's a smart thing to do. And what
0: they can achieve this year. Gary is the voice you're hearing, five-time Premiership player for the Hawks, a dual Norm Smith medalist, uh, chatting about Hawthorne's season ahead, a number of injuries as part of their pre-season, uh, but certainly, as Gary's just outlined, a few key inclusions to their squad for this year. It's not just the key backs that are in trouble. We mentioned Jeth's hamstring and Will Day's on the sidelines, hot spot in his foot, and Dylan Moore... Has glandular fever, so it's across the board, isn't it? That Hawthorne are losing players; they need a good run to, to round one, where they play their archest of rivals. Gary, you know all too well against Essendon.
1: Yeah, that's true, Jacob. And as you know, there'll be no excuses because these things, unfortunately, are part and parcel. And I guess if we use an old Alistair Clark's and ism, if there's such a word, is that one soldier goes down and another one steps up. So, and that'll be the mentality because, again, it'll create opportunities and. What you're trying to do is, and I'm sure Sam's very well aware of this, is you're trying to actually get a squad together that'll represent and hopefully play in the next Hawthorne Premiership. And everything that they're doing will certainly be having one eye on the now, but they'll also be about the future and the sustained success that we know Hawthorne's been able to do for a long period of time. And going backwards, yes, there is going to be some steps that they do, but, yeah, you don't want those key players out of your side, but again you've just got to go out there with the mentality that you'll be able to step up and control what you can control and yeah, I think all things considered, it's reasonably exciting at all going forward, I think
2: Obviously there's been a lot of young kids that have been introduced over the last uh, couple of years, and is there a couple that you'll be looking at that maybe this might be the breakout year that we're, we're looking for?
1: Yeah Wayne, because actually the young boy, uh, Nick Watson, who they've dubbed the wizard, uh, his young, uh, sorry, older brother, is actually at Montrose where I'm coaching now, and so there's big raps on that young lad as a small pressure forward who can actually do some really exciting things and got a little bit of X Factor. I know he hasn't been there for a couple of years, clearly, but this will be his taste of uh, the big time, but... There's a fair bit of noise around Will Day, as you said before, but he won't be there for a little while. Uh, Josh Weddle, he's another one that they're certainly talking about, who has had an amazing pre-season and they think can take the next step forward. And They've got some boys that they want to throw into their midfield, uh, Henry Husswaite. So, yeah, there's a little bit of talent there and obviously you can't forget what John Newcomb's done in the short period of time. He's been in an AFL system, so yeah, I think there's certainly a bit to like about what Hawthorne's got going
0: forward. Gary, Hawthorne's been a club that's always seemingly in the modern year anyway, been able to push their way back up the table. Uh, Hawthorne fans have had this expectation that this bill will culminate in a push towards finals. Is that a realistic goal for Hawthorne this season, finals?
1: Oh, I'd like to think so, Jacob. Certainly, there's always that in the back of your mind, but as we know, this competition is tough as anything, and to be able to take that... Depth. we saw how quickly Collingwood were able to turn it around we saw how quickly Sydney were able to turn it around when everyone was riding them off clearly the Western Bulldogs there a few years ago Richmond as well in the same sort of bracket so yeah there's no reason because there's a little bit of evidence that's been created over the last sort of seven or eight years to suggest that that's certainly possible so yeah there's high expectations at Hawthorne they've got that Obviously the Kennedy Community Centre out at a suburb called Dingley here in, in Melbourne and that's going to be one of the most, I guess, outstanding facilities that any AFL club has had. So certainly they're trying to do everything that they possibly can to give the players the best environment but also to the supporters some sort of hope.
2: Gary, I see the, uh, the, coach and the coach and the assistant coach spent a bit of time with Tottenham Hotspurs and with Anne's Postacoglu, so I hope a little bit of that rubs off. We, we're going to see some positive stuff maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'd certainly like to think so, Wayne right? And clearly from what uh, andrew has been able to do And it's all out of tact, so to speak And he obviously backs his methods and his philosophies And so he's been super successful And it's great to see someone from Australia Being able to apply his trade on the biggest stage possible So, yes, I think that, that PD, as they call it these days The personal development is certainly there for all these young coaches To go out and expose themselves to uh, winning environments
2: that the sort of style you're expecting from Hawthorne this this positive you know run and or what are you expecting will there be a balance
1: oh there's always a balance between offense and defense clearly but they showed at times last year how exciting they were with their sort of run and gun style I guess if you want to call it that but I think from what I can sort of hear and see right across the board it's going to be about more attacking footy and that's the gates because they want to see scoring and not a lack thereof so yeah I'd like to think that we would see that going forward
0: Gary you played in such a tough and uncompromising era and Hawthorne was at the forefront of that as far as the way the game was played you had some all time great players that you played alongside um, the, the toughness I reckon James Sicily wouldn't have looked out of place in that great Hawthorne team of the, the 80s he's, um, he plays on the edge a bit I'm sure he'd, as a coach he'd be one you'd get frustrated by but gee he's been an important player for the Hawks
1: Oh, yeah, he's a beauty, and no doubt that's why they made him captain, and clearly there are aspects that, um, (laughs) as we all know, the game is very emotional, and sometimes you do overstep the mark, but I guess I had a couple of boys that I played with in Dermot Brereton and Robert DiPieto Minico, who you'd say stepped over that line every so often, but you would always want them in your side, and yeah, James is a special player, there's no doubt about that, and Clearly, he'll lead from the front and the Hawks supporters and obviously players in general and even himself. They would set high standards going forward this year and certainly would be asking of him a, a big year. But then you've got the opposition that no doubt will take notice and they might end up putting the old defensive forward on him a little bit who can make him uh, aware that he's got to defend a little bit more rather than that sort of layoff intercept type player that he is because he generates so many score launches from defence forward Hawthorne, and clearly the opposition will do their homework
2: on him. Um, I see Jack Gunston's back. Does that surprise you, or and what what sort of role do you see him playing for what is he brought back for?
1: Yeah, that's an interesting one. I'm not sure why, clearly. He probably didn't have the year he wanted over there, and sometimes you think that the environment that you go to is going to potentially look at bringing out, I guess, the end of his time there in his career, but I think he'd be really a role that would be experienced on-field coaching. Certainly during the week, I'm sure he'd be doing a lot of work in their craft sessions and their line work. So he would possibly be the third foil behind Chol. and if Mitch Lewis can stay fit and play a lot of footy. So I think he'll still be dangerous if he gets the right match-up. And They would be probably expecting somewhere between 20 to 30 goals and, if there was more than that, that would be a bonus, I'd imagine.
0: Yeah, well, Hawthorne fans would be delighted to have the pairing of Gunston and Bruce back in that Ford 50. Have uh, kicked so many goals in that golden era for the Hawks uh, in the previous decade. Uh, Gary, just to finish, you mentioned your involvement in footy. Uh, Montrose, they're in in Melbourne. Um, What's the standard of of footy like as you prepare for uh, another season in 2024?
1: Yeah, I think it's been actually quite good, to be honest, Jacob. We're in first division, so which is one below the premier division, and Our aim is to try and be successful and get back up into Premier. But I think like any competition, you've got your better, sort of, say, six teams. And then after that, it probably, to a degree, can fall away. But I think this year our competition will be extremely competitive. And it's not going to be easy. But we certainly want to put ourselves in a position to contend again. So, yeah, I think we'll improve a little bit that, that'll hopefully get us what we want, which is a premiership.
0: We wish you well. Gary, always a pleasure to chat to you on Sport FM here in Perth. Big year ahead for the Hawks. Hopefully they get a good run on the injury front and um, they're featuring in finals. All the best. Uh, thanks,
1: Jagger. Thanks, Wayne.